Kanal, you and I knew each other from like when when I was like this brown thing that rolled around everywhere <laughs> behind Sid, being like completely unaware of everyone and not being able to talk to you guys. Tell that shit up, tell that shit up, got my diamonds dancing. Brought a bitch up, she another groupie banging. Got the whip up, my phones, yeah, we live in love. Welcome to the I May Regret This Podcast. I am your host, Daniel, joined in the virtual studio by my goofy little subordinate, Knoll. Wow. Hey, what's up, buddy? When? When am I ever referring to you as Thanks, a goofy man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> All right, so today we have a brand new special guest joining us for today's episode. She is the type of person to ace an exam and beat you in a game of beer pong in the same night in her life she embodies the perfect balance between a driven work ethic and making the time for fun and at the age of 21 she's done a hell of a lot for herself and is always a delight to have around uh she being the sister of one of my best friends uh, has allowed me to get to know her but not well enough and that's why we're honored to have her on the show today bhavna welcome and, and thanks for joining us welcome, welcome. thank you so <laughs> Bobner, real quick, how old are you? Are you not 21? <laughs> Dude, I just finished first year university. I'm 19. <laughs> so it's Kanal, been, are you 21? I'm 21, yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm I don't know why I, I, in my head I have you guys at the same age. Well, this is what I was saying. I don't know you well enough, clearly. <laughs> I also don't know how to so count. It's good that we're here. And given that you have two years of seeing Kanal at Mac and not me, Right. <laughs> There's a little bit right. of a, yeah. a little maybe a yeah, I didn't connect the dots. I didn't connect the dots. Let's, let's move good. on I was, from that. I was let's move on from that. No, let's move on from that. It was a good intro. It was a good intro. So. It was. Thank you. That actually that meant so much. You know, um, I'm not gonna lie. I was telling Sid yesterday. Um, so his his Tinder bio is he's the J.R. Smith of beer pong, oh, and God. some guy matched with me, and I freaking used the joke, and he went like crazy he's like oh my god that's so funny i was like i misled you on how big of a basketball <laughs> fan i am aren't you i didn't lie about the pong part i am solid but i don't watch so basketball that much <laughs> but anyway the, thank you for having me smith you're welcome huh? of course uh no why don't <laughs> yeah. we move on because i don't want to talk about sid being jr because I, I hate Quite that. Frankly, to be frank. not, you know yeah. what? Daniel's actually my beer pong partner. So I yeah, know, yeah, I remember we were killing it. We've always been killing it since yeah. New Year's, since like homecoming parties, everything like that. Yeah, she listed the only two moments where you killed it. <laughs> like, no, we played like eight it. rounds. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's good though. I love beer pong, and uh, it's bold of you to assume I'm acing exams, but I do appreciate <laughs> that that effort. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, Kunal, do you want to introduce what we're what we're talking about for today's episode? Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, today our topic is something that you may not feel perfectly comfortable talking about on a public public platform. But to be quite honest, <laughs> sorry, you said twenty one when she was fucking nineteen years old, and you're gonna give me shit for saying public. That's cool. You know what? Let it out and let me know when I can start again. Let me know when I have the goddamn floor. I said public. That's all good. No, this is good. You guys want to go to the club? <laughs> I want you to make more jokes at my expense. Sorry. Let's go uh, back to the insecurities okay. episode because I'd like to yeah, add another one to the list. Well, I was going to say, I've flubbed, deci- I've flubbed saying decision so many times. That, that is true. Yes. That is true. And I've never called you out once. Yeah, what you have. What have you been saying? I know. You have. <laughs> I know. Okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry to Can I get back to it? 
course. Is that yeah, okay with you? Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to start from the top. Today, our topic is something that you may not feel perfectly comfortable talking about on a public platform, <laughs> but quite honestly, we don't care. Now, everyone has that little something that strikes them with a jolt of negative energy when they think about it in the middle of the day. Maybe it keeps them up at night occasionally, tossing, turning while they try to shake the thought out from their head and just finally go to sleep and get a good night's rest. But quite frankly, you can't. Perhaps that's because you even experienced it. But what am I, what am I alluding to? What am I referring to? It's, it's that one thing that you feel can take your breath away at an instant, and not in a good way. That one thing where you could just feel yourself crumble when faced with it, not knowing how to react, what to do, who to call, and how to get out of it. And that's because that's the one thing you wouldn't want your worst enemy to know about you, because they could very well destroy you with it. Perhaps you can't even see it, but all the same, it can destroy you at the snap of your fingers. Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, today's topic is all about our worst fears and or phobias. Oh my, my worst fear? Saying the word public on a podcast. <laughs> I can never imagine. One. That is good. That was awesome. Thanks. Man. All right. Well, do you have one to get? I, I can get us rolling with a really quick one. Like I sure. got a phobia. I was thinking. Sure. Okay. Okay. So I am afraid of like, I feel like it's not even that uncommon, like big open water. And like, I've always been afraid of it. Like going in lakes and stuff still really bothers me. Even when I know like there's nothing under there, just the fact that I'm just floating there helplessly and there could be anything under me. That is actually true. What? Me? Do you know how to swim? Both of you, I guess. Yeah. I I have a funny story. So uh, basically I was um, supposed to study marine biology at UBC and I realized, I was like, this is awesome because one, I have like a fear of water, but it's like, I'm so curious as to what's, um, you know, underneath it, just like all of the, the life that we have yet to discover. And then I realized a bitch can't swim. I literally can't swim. <laughs> like I can, okay, no, I can swim. Like I won't drown, but I can't like Michael Phelps that, you know? So like, I, I'll just yeah. like doggy paddle around, not yeah, do my thing. <laughs> And I'm like, how did you even think? Like, did you think this through? But uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with the uh, open waters thing. Like, it's, it's, it's so beautiful, yeah. but it's so crazy to me. And that's kind yeah. of like the biggest reason I wanted to uh, like tackle on that. Well, that's first weird. of all, if you, can, I didn't. <laughs> if you can doggy paddle, I feel like you can swim. I feel like if exactly. you can doggy paddle, then you can flail your arms around to move yourself yeah. in a direction. No, and that's, no, I that's definitely- at the very least you can float. <laughs> And that's yeah. really all you need. I'm lazy by nature. So I, I passed level one of swimming and I was like, that should be fine. Like I didn't drown. So like, that's it. I'm good to go for the rest of my life. There's a level one where you just do like the, the bops or whatever, where you just and come the rocket, in and out of the water. Like, one of my favorite ones, like you just yeah. go underneath, you're just <laughs> swimming there. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. And then I was like, listen, this is all you need to know for real life. And the- I, I might be wrong, but we'll I'm give one with water. I, I've, I've, I hate to say it, but like I exceeded in the guppy class. I absolutely <laughs> murked every single person in that class. I was the best swimmer, the best floater. I could even hold my breath the longest. That wasn't even a required activity, but I made the other kids do it. <laughs> kind of dangerous in hindsight, but I always won. So yeah, that's that's interesting to hear. I fucking love water. I might just become water one day. I love it so much, but that's interesting. Well, you're 82% you water, interestingly enough. That's not very interesting. 2%? I would... I thought it was way more. It was seventy percent. No, I said no, eighty-two percent. <laughs> oh. oh, I heard two percent. I heard two percent. It's like the I milk, you know. Daniel, I, I don't think you're correct on that one. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, know, I no, said you're twenty-one, then I said uh, you know two percent. You know, it's okay. You didn't say public. So are you yeah, regret this, or I'm not that much of a loser. <laughs> wow, uh, do you, Bobby, do you think? Do you think? 
when you're in open water and you're scared like me, do you think it's worse if you can see to the bottom or if you can't? You know what? So I think it's actually terrifying if you would be able to see like the clearest water. Like I was actually um, yeah. on Twitter, of course. I saw this video of like the clearest water and this guy was just chilling there and there were caves underneath. I'm like, you, yeah. know, you're, you know you have 10 seconds before you're going to die, right? Like <laughs> something is coming towards you. And the fact that you can see it, like, I'd yeah, rather it just be makes it worse, unknown. actually. Yeah, because I, I like freeze in, in fear. Just, you know, it's like if, even if you can see it, there's nothing you can do. You're like, just like, not, well, this is it. We're not I meant to good be life. like in the water like that. If a shark comes, it's like, yeah, you're not swimming away from that. It's like you this is my land, bitch. You <laughs> like, you're you're not getting away. <laughs> I could. What about you? You could swim away Ooh, in, a, with water. in a guppy level, right? Yeah. No, I've exceeded guppy level, but guppy level was the highest level, and I aced it. Why is it called Guppy? If what? It's not what are you I don't talking know. about? Isn't Chicago- Guppy like a little, a little? Yeah, it's like a little tiny. Yeah, thing. in Chicago, instead of like levels one, two, and three, like it would be like actual sea oh, creatures would be the oh, levels. See, Daniel, because Americans, they're not, you know, they're. <laughs> what is they going on right now? What's going on this episode? What's What's going on is that you're a little Guppy now. <laughs> yeah, you're a Guppy. I actually, I don't. Weirdly enough, I don't mind that. How okay. does that yeah. make you feel? It makes me feel like you're a Guppy. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your, what's your fear? Or um, phobia, rather, if you have one. Yeah, I could quickly do one because this one, I mean, it's not super long, but I guess for me, what I'm really afraid of is the fact that I'm, like, I think I'm too perfect and I have no weaknesses. And that <laughs> what the it worries me. I wish you like, could st- see our face. Daniel and me, <laughs> just gonna... look at our, imagine yeah. what our faces look like you were, right now. You were talking about how this seemed like an interview beforehand and Kunal's actually answering this as if it were a <laughs> shitty interview. Yeah, I think I'm actually just a perfectionist. I'm actually too perfect. I'm perfect. Yeah, I have issue. no weaknesses. <laughs> I pay attention too much to detail and like I make okay. everything great. So mm-hmm. I can give you guys an option between two and you guys can pick which one you want to hear. And if we have time, we can circle back to the second one. So the first okay. one, it's very recent and it's not even like a crazy fear, but it is one that's slowly been developing as a fear. And that's a fear of loud, sharp sounds. Oh my God. What? Okay. what does that mean? Okay. That's option one. That's option one. And then option two is the fear of, I don't even think this one's going to get picked at this point because Bhavna is crying, but... <laughs> The second option is the fear of settling or being complacent. So who cares oh. about that? Everybody okay. settle so. for <laughs> yeah, I, We could talk about the second one after because it's kind of related to mine. For, for sure, for sure. Okay, but cool. I, I okay so what the hell are you talking about, sharp noise? What, what does that mean? Okay, so basically... How do you fear a sharp noise? While I'm telling you my fear, Bhavna, why don't you just try and keep it together, okay? <laughs> Pretty much what this is is um, I haven't been officially diagnosed, however... Oh. I'm quite positive I suffer from tinnitus. It my oh my, my ears never <laughs> bother to stop. I'm not even doing anything. My ears <laughs> never stop ringing ever and I know like your common folk would be like, "Oh, I have that too." And I think about it sometimes my ears are ringing, but like mine is amplified, like it's always loud and it's very easy to exacerbate, I think is the word. Regardless, it's very easy to make it. I, be, I believe the word is uh, public. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was the last one. I promise. So good, man. I'm going to hold you to that. 11 <laughs> minutes and seven seconds. You said it was the last one. We're going to keep an eye on that. <laughs> okay. But essentially, it, yeah, so it's not hard to amplify it and make it way louder. So at this point, like, I'm scared. At the the thought of like walking into a situation where I know there's going to be like loud, sharp noises. Cause I'm like, 
I'm scared Seriously. of the inevitable, which is like my ears are about to fucking turn on me and her, and I'm talking about them right now and they're buzzing so loud. It's oh gosh, unreal. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's actually crazy. I've talked to my friends and I, I didn't realize how common tinnitus actually is. Dude, like there are like, just some friends that are like, oh yeah. And I just had ringing and it just like hasn't always. stopped ever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's and like there's no cure. part of my every day, but I live through it. <laughs> I just hear yeah, voices literally. every day, but and there's no cure to it. There's no cure. Oh, that's just tough. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, it's, I'll tell you how bad it is. It's like my family, we like to play like this uh, board game where like you roll the dice and we play on a glass table. And it's gotten to oh. the point where I'm like, okay, guys, if we want to play this, we're going to take placemats and put them in front of us and roll the dice on that. So it's easier Damn. on my ears. Because if it rolls on the glass after like five turns, I can't take it. Like, it's too sharp. I can't did play it, anymore. Did it develop like, and it's just become really bad recently or what? Pretty much. So it's pretty, it was um, actually this past summer, like during like the Raptors 76er series. Like, that's oh like, my God. I came home from work once and my ears were like ringing really loud. And that's the first night that I like really noticed it. I was like, eh, okay, whatever my ears are ringing before it'll go away. But like, I monitored it after that because it was so like distinctly sharp that day and it never really did. Um, and so during the school year, like around like September, it was really the worst because like I was actively thinking about like this new thing that I now have to deal with. Yeah, that makes um, it worse. Right. So like always having it on your mind, like you're not going to be able to shake it as it is. And then like you hear like the slightest thing and all of a sudden it's amplified. You talk about it to an extent to which I'm talking about it now and it's actually destroying me like currently. But um oh, as of no. recent i've kind of i hate to say it like this but i've kind of like learned to just accept it at this point like i'm done trying to fight it i know i can't i cannot win this fight <laughs> like it's never gonna leave at this point so i've just learned to like i know i'm gonna hear it and i know it's gonna bother me but just like learn to kind of adjust my norm to be mm -hmm. this like this is the norm so like i can't yeah. i can't allow this to consume me and make me like upset or anything like that and it's, it's been working. Like, I do notice it a little less now. But, yeah, again, like, that's kind of why... The fact that I notice it a little less kind of actually amplifies this fear because it's like, I feel like it's getting better when it's really not. I'm just kind of, like, paying less attention to it. Yeah. yeah. And I know the slightest noise is going to make it bad. So that's why, like, whenever, like, I know I'm about to go into a situation where there's going to be loud noises or, like, something happens that's, like, really loud and, like, I know it might happen again. I'm like, oh, no, it's it's too late. Yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> well, now I feel bad. Yeah, now but... I feel bad for laughing. Okay, you, you said, like, sharp noises as if, like, you were afraid they were going to hurt you or something. But this actually makes sense. Like, just loud noises in general. Yeah. Or just noises that are going to well, amplify Well, to be fair, the way I, I was trying to deliver it in a way where you guys could laugh so you would actually yeah. precisely feel like shit by the time I was done okay. explaining. So I'm glad it worked. But yeah. Uh, well, I don't really feel that bad anymore. No, so. no, I feel, I know you said there's like no cure to it or anything, but have you seen like a, a doctor or anything? Because I'm sure at this point, like healthcare, I'd hope is efficient enough to have like sound therapy, things to like help cope with it, you know? Yeah. Have so, you ever looked into that? I so people that have um, the hearing aids in all the time. Right. Not, not to like amplify it, but. Yeah. To, I don't want to do that. It's been presented as an option. Um, but what uh, if it gets worse though, you know, like, so, would so you rather have it continue to go on possibly get worse or just no. no i mean at that point i'm gonna bite the bullet and do what i have to do to help it so i did actually fair enough i have had i guess a doctor look at it but it was at a walk-in clinic like i was there anyway so i was like hey by the way this is garbage you want to take a peek and they looked at my ears like oh yeah everything looks healthy looks very clean i can't see a thing i'm like i know you can't see a thing that's what i, t I told her before and i'm like you're not odds are not gonna be able to see anything like it's just always ringing and i know like there's not a cure necessarily but i'm wondering if you have any recommendations she was like 
Yeah, unfortunately, like I could recommend you to specialists and they could take a look and like see if there's anything they could offer in terms of like something you could take or like something they can give you or something they can do yeah. to your ears themselves. But for the most part, if your ears look fine, like there's no like travel history or anything like that, like excessive mm -hmm. altitudes or anything pretty much. Yeah. And, and it's still happening, then you don't really have too many options realistically. So I do actually have a specialist appointment that came from that walk-in clinic appointment. And it was supposed to be like late June, early July. At this point, I'm most likely going to cancel that and try and book another one down the road. I don't think now is really the best time to be uh, going going out unnecessarily. <laughs> oh, for, why? For why? What's like, going on? Um, I don't know if you've heard, there's this thing <laughs> called... Is this like, um, it's called like the flu? Yeah, you got it. It's like a flu. It's like the shit. flu, pretty much. Like, it's not even that contain... No, you know what? We shouldn't even go down this path. This is a dangerous <laughs> rabbit hole we're going down. Um, but... Yeah, so I, have I wonder what the what the what a hospital worker would say if you came in and said like, yeah, like I don't know, like my ears, my, my ears just right now. <laughs> yeah, my ears just kind of like, bugging I... me. Just <laughs> open hand slaps you in the face for that. And tells you to it's go like, home. do you see that I can't even breathe with this <laughs> mask on? Get out of here. Put the mask on my ear and see if that does the trick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like is... you should see the specialist and then follow up on an episode. Yeah, no, I think that would help. Oh, I, I could do that and then follow up on another episode. We'll have Bob on for that episode specifically when I when I have my phone. <laughs> yeah, now I'm on for two minutes. Try not to be like super loud now. Unless... I don't want to hurt your ears. No, no, no. So that's why that's Should why I get I'm... my chuckly. <laughs> that, stop. <laughs> that's why. That's why I emphasize sharp. So like, let's say I'm like on Facetime with someone and they're like crunching the shit out of some random food, really loudly for yeah. no apparent reason. That's i've never experienced that so like a noise like that it's not like loud noises is not the issue thank god because like i'm loud like just naturally i'm loud so like i would be my worst enemy so it drowns like, out yeah exactly it's it's actually not bad having loud noises like that like deep loud noises because that actually kind of distracts me it's sharp loud noises like screeches or like like dice hitting the glass or like scratching your fucking mm -hmm. fingernails against a chalkboard some shit like that where like I, I'm GG'd for a little bit if I hear that. So <laughs> now yeah, I know your weakness. If you're listen, <laughs> I, I exposed myself to the world and I'm hoping it isn't backfire. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, that's 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 mine. I really want to yell as a joke, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> No, I'm telling you, if you do that, it's fine. It just can't be like if it's sharp and loud, then yeah, you're actually dead to me. But otherwise, don't like, like Well, I think you we should you should not listen to any recording of yourself because when you go ah! Yeah, really yeah. I have to turn my own volume down. And in those oh situations, God. I'm my worst enemy. You my, really like, are your own worst enemy. A fun story, literally, within the last 48 hours, my brother thought it would be a funny idea while I was just playing 2K to sneak up behind me and in the loudest, most high-pitched way, shout nya a in my ear. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've never been over such That's rage. That's how you're feeling, eh? I've never been hit with such rage. I don't think anyone's ever seen me this angry. Like I swung, like I was actually no, dude. Like I was. I wish I was like there. You turned it. around. Please. Yeah, no, and like I was actually like one twoing his bitch ass. Like I was mad. <laughs> then McGregor's shoulder. And then he left. And then he left. And I just sat there in silence. Like yeah, I hit him, but at what cost? Like my ears are fucked now. I can't hear. <laughs> the screams of his pain made it worse. <laughs> All right, Bobna. Um, you said well, you came prepared. What's, well, uh... I mean, I did. Those were like pretty serious fears, and uh, mine almost sounds easier. psychotic yeah. in 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 comparison. That is so yes. awesome. That's so my <laughs> my research, dude. I kid you not. Okay, 
So I was shout. Yeah, yeah. My like just figuring out like Bob, what what scares you? Like what can you know? It's not like the stupid things like you know dying alone, never being loved, stuff like that. It's like what really scares you, (laughs) right? So I was uh, standing in the shower, and you know how it's like, oh my god, when you close your eyes, like. Uh, and there's like shampoo in it, whatever, like you, your mind comes up with like the worst things, you get super scared. <laughs> so yeah. I, so I had shampoo in my eyes, not deliberately, that, that would just be insane, but. Yeah, so I uh, squirted a bottle of shampoo into just my like, eyes. Yes. <laughs> I and I was just kind of standing in the shower. <laughs> no, but my like eyes were closed and I was like, keep them closed. Think of anything. Like I've tried to come up with like the scariest faces, like being chased, you know, things like that. And I just my stood God. there in silence and I was like, do you need therapy? <laughs> this isn't working at all. I was like, why isn't anything scaring you whatsoever? And I and I stood there and I was like, what am I gonna say on this podcast? Like I, I don't I don't know what to say. But then so I find myself saying this more often than I'd like to, but there was like this TikTok trend that uh, that there is um there's a movie, a horror movie. It's called it's like the the deadliest movie alive and like in nineteen like fifty six in Budapest, like a theater burned down when it was like played or whatever. And, like, usually people, like, a day or two after they watch it, they die, right? <laughs> and I was like, well, I lived a good life, so let's go on. <laughs> let's, let's see how this goes. So I, I watched it. It's called And From, for anyone who wants to watch it. And I won't lie. It was fucking garbage. It was so bad. <laughs> like, I sat there, and I'm like, seriously? This is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Like, I want to come across a movie that's so, like, psychologically, like, stripping you know what i mean like i want to walk away being like what the actual fuck that i just watched but it's never gonna happen and i just like there are wow. things like that like horror movies are my favorite genre because i'm laughing most of the time and that's just because they're like really poorly made you know so i'm waiting for the day that like something comes along <clears throat> that uh can can leave me like shaken up but in terms of like fears of like uh you know how like there's like the whole thing about cancel culture and shit like that i'm not even famous but for like the day that i am you know what i mean <laughs> like on on twitter like um you know how you can see what people have liked and retweeted yes like there's this yeah. thing like i don't want anyone to ever know what i like like or like retweet or anything so if there's any you know how everyone's like a social justice warrior on twitter so mm-hmm. like if there's ever something like politically incorrect not even just something that i know is really controversial in like between like liberals and like fucking conservatives and shit like that um i'll send it to myself on dm so and so like my twitter dms to myself are like a complete reveal of my character (laughs) nobody else is ever gonna see and i'm not gonna say that like uh not what i'm not saying is that i'm just like a terrible person liking like oh my god everyone like like racist stuff or anything like that it's just like random things that people would be like why is this on my timeline that i found hilarious that i'm like you're never gonna know that i laughed at that you're never gonna have any ammunition wow. on me. And you're I'm afraid like, of like people knowing what like your sense of humor is, or do you mean like you yeah, just don't that's want what any? You're afraid of just like getting canceled in general. Yeah, no, and it's like something you know how so many times you'll see like that one person retweeting the same shit all the time. Like you're literally just an SJW right now. Sometimes I'll actually be like, that actually is a tweet that uh, like I stand for, but I don't want anyone to think the way I think because I'm a terrible <laughs> person. So I just send it to myself if I ever need to like see it. And I don't, I don't go back and like scroll through them or anything, but I just like, I have them there. So no one is ever getting access to my Twitter. Bobna went so deep into this fear. She created a secondary <laughs> likes page essentially in Twitter, which is her own Literally. DMs with herself. Yeah, no, I just, I was like, one of the things is like, I never want to have any ammunition. I think I'm a good enough person to, to like, not get canceled if i you know i don't i try not to say things that i shouldn't say Mm. i stay in my own lane but you know you know what i mean um 
yeah, it's just like I don't. I, my fear is is like a a backlash of like the entire society against me. Oh, wow, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah, as if like you're wor- you're you're deserving of any backlash. Like that's, that's what crazy. I'm saying. Even if I'm not, I'm just like people get so offended by everything. You know what I, I mean? I think mm. I get what you mean, though. It's like to me, and I think to a lot of people, if I showed them this tweet and I was like, hey. I kind mm-hmm. of agree with this. Like, I don't really see anyone having a problem with it. But at the same time, yeah, but it's like, it could, I do see some person random is... person 10 years later pulling this up and saying, oh, my God, end him now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And I hate it's... that because, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, okay, I, I think, like, okay. No, you know what? I don't want to say this on a podcast where everyone yeah, this. Okay. This, this is, is... going to get pulled up 10 years later. <laughs> this is exa- like, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to talk about, it... which is that that i relate to that so much because even bringing this podcast like yeah. we do want to promote it and like show it to people and like you, you know mm-hmm. that, that's what having a podcast is, is like you know sharing what sharing this yeah um, but there's like such a pressure especially when you you're thinking about like long-term career like there's such exactly. a pressure to have such a pristine uh you know like spotless uh, online presence that like putting anything where you expose anything about your personality just like it feels like there's so much risk there and then I, like when i really thought about what we were saying on this podcast we never really said anything that was um you, you, i mean it was always just from the top of our heads yeah so like there was some stuff we probably could have said better in terms of like conducting ourselves but mm-hmm. i don't think we've ever, we've ever said anything so wrong that like we should exactly. put it up there but i still every every single episode i'm like I hate that like anyone can from work or like 10 years down the line, if I become a manager or something, it's like someone can just look back and see this. That's actually a pretty good example too, because there are episodes that sometimes that we'll be editing and we'll listen back to it. And it's like, okay, I mean, that sounds like fine, but at the same time, yeah. Could it have been finer? <laughs> like, could exactly. we have done that and better? That's the thing. So I think like the biggest fear is just like not being the way everyone needs you to be. You know what I mean? And, okay. and not in like, oh, you got to be perfect, but it's like you got to say the right thing every single right. time. You, can, yeah. you, you can't afford you to slip to even Obama. once. Like, because... You have to say a speech like yeah. Obama. Like, you have to <laughs> say it perfectly, conduct yourself and articulate yourself perfectly so that yeah. no one is offended and you get a point across. And that's exactly. It. And it leaves like literally no room for mistakes. Like, you're yeah. still a person, regardless of how famous you are. And here's one thing like, I'm going to say this. We can cut this out after, but I'm going to say this in the most like, no naming names no discrete examples or anything like that. But like taken, obviously as time changes, like decades pass, like the way society lives changes, right? Our expectations for each other and how we should hold, um, like the standards we hold for one another yeah. changes. So like we've gone through a super oppressive past to like still a pretty oppressive present, you know? <laughs> um, but at, so like, let's say 10 years ago, it was less of a, like a, I'm gonna cancel you right away for you for you oh, saying yeah. like one thing, right? So like people yeah. were at a time ten years ago, it was not okay, but less so bad to say something like your everything you, know, you said wasn't. Have you guys seen The Office? Yes. So a show like that with the jokes like that mm-hmm. would probably, unfortunately, not survive. That's today. what I'm saying. So it's like so, now, yeah. if I catch you saying something that was okay or like you know like passable back then. I'm going to call you out now. Yeah. Because it's like, you, even if you're not doing it right now, it's like, dude, everyone was doing it back then. It doesn't yeah, make yeah. it it's, good. It's, it but is it's almost like, unfair. that was the past. There's... I can't change the past. At least let me show you through the years of improvement that I'm no longer like that. Yeah. So when celebrities right. are getting point. canceled from like years and years and years yeah, ago, yeah. comedians and everything, I'm like, give them a chance. 
as as comedy has grown they've grown too you know yeah exactly and there's definitely levels to it like if you were 10 years ago 20 years ago like popping really racial slurs and regardless of how long ago mm-hmm. it was yeah you're getting canceled and no one's gonna feel anyways about right, it. right right and and there's like a whole different thing like if you, you if know, you really like, cross the line for <laughs> yeah. whatever generation it is then you're fucked and no one's gonna care exactly. but there, like there are some lines that are like completely but there are some politically incorrect jokes that could have been yeah you know, not could have been okay but like we're like you know, they could have been they like, could have been dismissed for the time that they were exactly made, I feel. Yeah. exactly that's what i'm trying to say i don't want to i never want to say like it was okay to do it but like to society it wasn't like that was the most pressing deal now yeah. like, that that i get offended is... sorry yeah go ahead yeah and their intentions aren't really like oh i hate this type of person i hate this entire community people, yeah blah 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 it's just like it was like a, it was cheap humor that everyone kind of like fell into whatever yeah like yeah. i'm sure no matter what every single person even the people that cancel other people they've said some pretty dumb shit in the past too Totally. You know, oh, as yeah, long 100%. as you grow with society's standards, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. it's just, yeah. it's, it's so shitty having to, like, fear, like, things that were okay once, um, you know, because you part- partook, part- partook, is that a word? Partaken? <laughs> you, partaken. you have partaken in? in. You have partaken, partaken in. <laughs> partook, I don't know, yeah, like, you, you, you took part in that, like, it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad for some of the people that, like, you know what, they made a mistake which didn't even look like a mistake at the time, but now is a mistake. It's like, dude, what do you expect them to do? Go back and yeah. then change yeah, that? Right. Like, it, it is, that's think, not it, Chief. I think, uh, actually, I want to move on after this, but I just want to make one more point, just because mm-hmm. I want to get to Kanal's last fear. Um, Wait. Oh, I, okay. I think, like, like you were saying about the time I had before, it was, like, very oppressive, and now we're, we're pretty oppressive. <laughs> and yeah. hopefully in the future, we're, yeah. we, you know, that's all alleviated from us. I think mm-hmm. um, it's kind of good that we've gone through this, we're well not it's good that we're in it but that we're gonna go through this cancel culture because at least people it's showing that people really care about it right now and i think yeah we progress uh, in that we don't cancel someone for um you know speaking a certain way but like mm-hmm. rather like we just work sort of like collaborating it's like collaboratively i won't make fun of public what a nice guy <laughs> shit no i said i wouldn't do that again no it's all good um, never mind Anyway, you know what? That just ruined my last point. Aww, okay, can, can I, let's go to your. Let's go to your last. <laughs> point. Just, I guess we can do yours. It's fine. Um, we don't. I, if you guys have one that you'd rather dive, because we went pretty deep into mine. Well, I don't wh- mind why, don't you, why don't you say yours and I'll, I'll add on to it because mine's really related to that. Okay, cool. So real I quick, I forgot what it was. So yeah, real quick, it was the fear of like settling or getting complacent, um, and so that kind of ties in, I guess, with there are times during my life where there will be a certain opportunity that would be good for me but i don't go for it because it's like i'm doing okay right now like i have a stable routine that i'm following every single day and life's going fine i don't seem to need this so for that i'll just settle what i have like i'm complacent i'll be complacent i'm good with what i have and i'm just going to kind of stick around and whatever just keep doing what i'm doing and i've done it different times in the past uh whether it has to do with like even school, like literally picking like what I ended up doing for school. That was pretty much like the fear of, I had something that I was good enough at that I could get into university for. I got an accept an acceptance and I was like, okay, I mean, some other shit like X, Y, and Z seems pretty cool, but eh, whatever. I'm getting good enough grades here. I got the acceptance. I'll just mm-hmm. kind of settle with this and move forward. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, do I regret it? No. I mean, I, I actually have enjoyed what I've done in my program so far and I've got a job that I enjoy now and I don't regret that at all. But what I do regret is 
how okay I was to kind of settle and not at least take a stab at an opportunity um, that maybe I should have uh, should have leapt at at the time. So that's that's pretty much really the whole yeah. the whole stuff. Yeah, that is super interesting because it is really related to what I was going to bring up, and I love this because this is uh, uh if you remember Kunal, I'm going to divulge this. Uh, Bob, not to you. You're gonna be an inside scoop. So, like, one of our early oh. podcast ideas was to name this bro therapy, <laughs> and that we just co- <laughs> we just cover the podcast with our problems, and then uh, you know bring yeah. it up. But I think um, I feel like that was more of a one sided thing because I really wanted to do that. I was like, "Can you be therapy?" <laughs> You're like, oh, "I just want to do a podcast, <laughs> free therapy." <laughs> yeah, but anyways, uh, I feel like I just want to bring this up because I haven't I haven't really like been able to explore this in my head and figure out what exactly this is but i think there's something in me that's there's some sort of fear of like accomplishment or like fear of living up to the expectations that i put on myself yeah because i find that in these situations i think i'm afraid of being um uh complacent and I'm, i'm afraid of failure but really it's the opposite because um when i'm doing these things somehow i feel like a asshole for for accomplishing things and being great and being proud of myself and being confident and i don't know what that is like within me that and i can give some examples i feel like there have been times where i've worked out a lot and gotten my body into a place that i was really proud of but i was afraid to like take off my shirt and like and like you know be public in that way because one i didn't want to come off like a certain way like oh he's trying to show off and all this stuff and i also didn't want to like it's almost like I didn't want to have other people think about their own situation or like mm-hmm. their own like body image issues if they, you know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like there have been times where I feel shit about the way I look and that actually opens me up to be really <laughs> like, then I don't care about taking my shit off. Cause I'm not like hurting anyone or I'm not like looking a certain way. I don't have to like yeah. live up to whatever. And mm-hmm. it happens with, uh, you know, like career and uh, anything else I'm doing too. It's like, Oh, I don't really want to be a manager deep down. Like I do want to, but like deep of down course, I don't because right, then right, I have right. to, then I actually have to be accountable for people. I have to tell them what to do. And I feel like a jackass doing that. That's a really wow. interesting take on that, actually. I've never thought about it that so, way. So there's two. So what's wrong with me, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to bro therapy. <laughs> um, well, so, so the two thoughts I would have for that, I guess maybe it's just one is, I guess I'll start with a question. So overall is what you're getting at here is that I can't think of the perfect word. So I'll just say what the first thing that came to mind, like you're almost afraid of like, quote unquote, like flexing or like showing off mm-hmm. your accomplishments because you don't want to rub someone the wrong way and either make them like envy you or, yeah, in, like, or a feel bad a certain way. type of way. Like, do yeah. you think they're going to take it with like a negative connotation? So to avoid yeah. that thing altogether, maybe that's why you have that fear. Mm-hmm. I think it's like multifaceted and I haven't really uh, figured out yeah. all the little nooks and crannies, but that's yeah. certainly one of it. Yes. One of them, you know what I mean? And so then going back to the the management part then, so it, are you saying that you would be almost like unwilling to, like you'd feel bad telling someone like to go redo a project or something like that or like do it better? Or, or... Yeah, I guess I don't like to be, I guess when I've gotten more confident over time and it's, and it's taken a long time, I'm always just confident in myself and conducting myself and being independent. But... I'm never confident in telling someone else what to do or giving them advice or because I, I've, I don't know. I just feel like who, who on earth am I to say 
what anyone should do ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's hard for me to get to a point where I feel like, oh, no, I'm experiencing this way. You know, I've worked really hard on this and I've become some sort of, uh, you know, subject matter expert in this way that mm-hmm. I can tell someone um, f- that they should or shouldn't do something in this way. So yeah. whatever whatever this might mean. So pretty much that's literally like my entire position at work. Like that's what I have to do (laughs) in product management. And so I had the same mindset of like, dude, I'm a dinky little co-op and I'm about to go up to someone who's been at this company. I'm a guppy little co-op and I'm about to go up to someone who's been at this company for 10 years, hand them back the project they gave me and say, no, do it better. Right. And so I was like, no one's going to take me seriously. No one's going to want to listen to me. And so the first time I ever did it, it went really well. And I don't know if it's just because like, oh, you know, maybe because he's a co-op, you're going to treat him a bit better and go easier on him. But pretty much like the biggest thing was delivery. And it was good to hear that, you know, during all that you said, like the, the thing you have the most confidence in is yourself, because as long as you're confident in yourself and why you're you're going to tell someone to go a certain way with yeah. whatever mm. they gave you or with, with whatever project as long as you're confident in that and you deliver it accordingly, in my experience, people never typically take it the wrong way. Could it lead exactly, to productive, right. could it mm. lead to productive negotiation? If they feel like, nah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I actually saw X, Y, and Z and thought we should go this way. Yeah. But as long as you convey it with that confidence and obviously while being polite and respectful, I don't think anyone's going to be like, dude, what the fuck just gave this guy the right, my, what yeah. the fuck just yeah. gave my manager the right to speak to me that way. Um, <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? So whatever that means, but that's, the, that's a skill that I've been able to kind of like learn and develop through this. And it's it, awesome. It, the more you do it, the the more comfortable you get. And I mean, yeah. that's pretty, that's a pretty obvious thing, I guess, with, with that's with, as with anything, but um, yeah, I know whatever, whatever that means, but yeah. Yeah. But on, on top of that, uh, just to add to that, uh, I feel like obviously Dan, you're like a nice enough guy where it's like everything you seem to say comes off as it's like with good intentions. Right. So I feel like delivery isn't going to, isn't going to be like your biggest, uh, like downfall in terms of that. It might just be like a, how you view yourself. But then again, you can also to like make yourself feel better. You can think about it as like, you know, the person who's getting that, um, like, uh, instruction from you could view it as, wow, I have somebody that's looking out for me that wants me to do my best. You know what I mean? So like, Mm. it's not always going to be like, why is this guy telling me? do i know what i'm doing yeah. i got this job right but it's yeah. like wow this person who is uh who maybe at one point like i want to get to that position i want to be manager and a manager is helping me out maybe telling me like the steps i can take in order to get to where he is and you know do my best and so it's it's nice to have someone you don't want to feel alone in your workplace right yeah so yeah. instruction could definitely be like a construction um construction constructive criticism <laughs> so um yeah i think it's just like the way you look at it because i feel like Totally, that's like yeah. the biggest no, fear that, that holds you back because most of the time people are not thinking about like, you know, like the, the things <laughs> that you think most about. So it's, it's definitely like, um, uh, yeah. thing to work with. Yeah. I think it also, it also, like, like I said, it's like multifaceted in that there is those aspects, but it's also mm-hmm. even not, even when I understand all that stuff, there's still something hidden inside me that yeah. makes me do certain things. And that's why I said it, it goes hand in hand with what Kanal said, because even though they sound like they're opposites, like one's being complacent and one is um, is fear of accomplishment, I guess. I don't know what to call it. Right. Um, they really go hand in hand because I, I fear being complacent, but that you would think that would drive me to do more, but something else blocks me. And that's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really, they kind of work against each other. I get what you mean. I 100% yeah. get what you mean. Yeah. 
I, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but like in terms of like my take on like, uh, you know, succeeding and doing like the, the achieving my goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like once I achieve something, like it's never enough for me. You know what I mean? So like yeah. throughout, throughout totally. high school, like I did everything I possibly could have. Right. But now that I came to university, like I'm a tiny fish in a ginormous like ocean. This, the one mm. we're all scared <laughs> of. Right. Um, so I feel Unless you're like. And, exactly. <laughs> Unless I'm in all the guppies. <laughs> Um, and everything is like so fast paced now that it's like, if you accomplish something, people are only going to look at it for like five minutes and then move on to the next great thing. Right. And that's like yeah. a little bit of fear that's in me. So it's like, I have, I have like this thing, like pressure from both like externally and internally that I have to keep doing more and more and more and never stop in order to like stay relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or to feel like I've actually, like, I'm actually all like the, uh, the success that I'm, I'm accumulating, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm like mm. the most successful person in the world, but it's like that actually holds you back from accomplishing, like yeah. or reaching your true potential because you're like, okay, if I start doing it, I'm going to start building like expectations for other people, you know? Yeah. People are going to so- be like, oh, so now you're going to do this. Because all throughout high school, everyone's like, Bob, no, you're going to achieve the greatest, do that, you're, you know, you're going to be like the richest person. <laughs> I was like, can you relax? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally like 18 years old. Stop putting that pressure on me. And then and then it's like that fear of like, what if I disappoint them? What if they're like, well, I mean, yeah, it's odd, totally. but like, we're just going to move on to the next person we think is going to be super successful. And it's like, it's a feeling of like, wow, like just major disappointment, right? So you want to keep building it. And I feel like it's super unfair to yourself. And because like, I'm a victim yeah, to totally. that too. So I, it's just like a whole, we gotta... shit we put on ourselves. Exactly. Like, that's and what like, I was actually exactly about to say. <laughs> that's what I'm it's all so far, like it's all self-inflicted. For yeah, exactly. Part. We're like humans are just wow. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> crazy things we are. Uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like Kanal, we didn't really explore. We brought it yours up, but I mean mm-hmm. we are running late on time. But I feel like mm-hmm. we still have more to talk about for yours. Yeah, there's not really too much more for me to dive into that. I know I have this tendency still to this day. I know I alluded to doing it once way back when, when I picked my school. I still know that I kind of have that. And that's, that is a fear of mine that um, I'm going to be my worst enemy from like leaping at something I should because Mm -hmm. of the fact that I'm just going to settle and be complacent. That's so true. Um, Mm. And, and there is a solid chance that I've already done it like very recently and and so that's kind of where the thought came from of like uh i i think i've i know i've done it before i think i did it recently i might do it again and like it's something that i i'm definitely trying to shake but it is um yeah it's definitely it's definitely up there in in the fears list that and saying public (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think it's uh i think it's time we move on to the next segment so we got a we got a Mm -hmm. brand new segment idea we're gonna try the the beta version on this podcast with bavna Kunal, do you want to explain what it is i'm your absolutely. guinea pig i'm your guppy absolutely guppy i am the guppy the guppy pig away from me so <laughs> so pretty much what we're going for here uh with this new segment idea is we are going to have daniel and i have a ginormous bank of questions the amount of questions that are in there no one will ever know that's exclusive information to us. Just know we have a ton. Every episode, we're going to come in with about... Like 12. We have a ginormous bank of six questions. And every episode, we're going to come in to... We're going to come into it with about... I think right now, we're going to say about 15 to 20 questions. We're going to pull from that bank. And basically, the idea here is we're going to go through five questions... I have a random number generator open in front of me. So the first number I draw is going to be between 1 and 15. 
-hmm. And that's going to pick the question. And then the second number I draw is going to be between one and three, and that's going to pick the person. Right. So just for now, we'll say I'm number one, Daniel's number two, Bobna's number three. I think that's, well, that's I the best like that's way. That's actually to... very, very presumptuous and rude of you. Like, it Bobna, is. Which, yeah. What, Excuse me. I think which number, number do you most identify with? I'm gonna be one. Yeah. You'll be <laughs> two. Honestly, I'm gonna go with uh, all of them. They're just all mine. No. <laughs> one, two, three. I'm the guest after all. I'm, I'm gonna answer all the questions. All right, Bobna gets one. That's. Decided. Oh well, the how nice of you. Thanks, Daniel. Fine. Yeah. Bobna gets one. And I get two, obviously. No! How quickly I've fallen. Another fear of mine. Falling. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Bobna can be one, you'll be two, I'll be three. I have no idea how I just allowed that to happen. So, I'm gonna go ahead, should I, do you guys want me to draw the guest first, or the question? I think we have to say what we always say when we start this segment. <laughs> I think I may the... regret this. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought this was your first time doing it, you I don't feel special anymore. This is our first time. That's why we were absolutely not on the same page there. <laughs> okay. I'll say it. I think I may regret this. Okay, go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so I'll pick the person first. It's number two. So it's Daniel. Daniel. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. And so I got a question. Oh, <laughs> I got the very last question. Perfect. Daniel, your question. What are. And it doesn't have to be weirdest, best, literally whatever, but the most extreme lengths you have gone to get a crush to notice you. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Same reaction. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if I've been to any extreme lengths, but I did have a thing, um, which I think I explained on an episode, which won't <laughs> come out because it's terrible. <laughs> that I, whenever I really like someone, um, I always just in a very sneaky way just got very close in proximity to them very creepy and stalkery now that i say it out loud just like towering over so I, gotta, I gotta backpedal a little bit it's basically like okay I'll, I'll talk about one girl i had a crush on in first year and this is uh frosh week right so she's in my residence uh we're all going like to the same events and whatever because we're all part of the same group and um <clears throat> So she's like on one end of the other side of the group. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to wander around a bit <laughs> and just stand on the other side. And then, you know what? For no Maybe, reason. oh, look, I can't believe we're part of the same group. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> so that's oh, what, what a I crazy do. coincidence. I'm, I'm right next to you as always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's like talking to always friend, nice like, day, I always please. know where you are and see you. <laughs> <laughs> And then I did the same thing. There was like a show coming up, and uh, because I was standing <laughs> in nearby, I ended up like sitting next to her for that thing. And then like that's how I got to know her. And, like we became. Oh, did it work out? Wow. Oh well, I I continued to fall in love with her, and then she friends on me, which is which oh, you know. So we developed. I love that, that for you. Hey, listen, this is yeah. you're you're doing better without her, man. Forget yeah. her. Yeah. Who cares yeah. about her? Yeah. Oh, you're sorry. Podcast now. Sorry what the fuck does she have? who she is and she's watching this but yeah. he's he's moved on and you've lost your chance <laughs> yeah you have a podcast at the that end of he the might day. regret oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> there's the guest all right fuck okay. that question let's go to the next one. i hate it <laughs> nice okay so the next oh yeah so I'll, I'll actually show you guys the guest that i draw so you know i'm not lying so the guest is guest number two again <laughs> Should we do that? 
Okay, just do it then. We have to honor the hot seat that we just okay, made. Okay, perfect. And the question, question six is, I, oh, I it love just this says, view. It just says celebrity, <laughs> sorry. It just says celebrity crush question mark. So I guess your most recent oh, one, I guess you could say? Shit. Your most recent uh, or current? I can I answer like, while you're thinking. Yeah, if you want. yeah I, I can also answer <laughs> while you're thinking. <laughs> oh, no, not for you. Oh, no, I, mean, yeah. Yeah, well, I, mean, I just said Janae Aiko, I think. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, it's something about. Do you like, like her new album? Um, you know what? I, I don't didn't even know really how to say like it. it I didn't like it that much either. I really loved um her last one, Trip, I think. So anyway, <laughs> Bob, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, ASAP Rocky, hundred percent. Oh, oh, yeah. I have like three posters. Uh, my lock screen. My uh, dreams, uh, everything. They're just him. <laughs> Mine uh, would be my, this. Uh, this was. Oh, actually, it, I, I can guess this one. I, okay, I'll, so I'll, I'll do like the brief intro to who it is, and I'll let you fire away your guess. Uh, you don't even need to, but yeah, okay. <laughs> this was. This. Yeah, you know what? Actually, let's just hear you say it first. Oh, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. Next so, what question. was your what was your intro though? Well, so know. she was like, she was actually, I think, like one of my very first celebrity crushes, like a really long time ago, and. I guess like it kind of went away, and then it very, <laughs> it very recently sparked again. And I on... did she make your wand go up? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but respect you so much. Always there's a Waverly place, you know. <laughs> you said the guppy wand. <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue. Okay, no, that was it. And it very recently to come up again. And I've been, I've been on a Selena Gomez high as of recent. And I guess right. yeah. I guess I've shared that with everyone close to me since you guys both knew that. But yeah, next question. Uh, so the person is number one. So that's okay. Bhavna. Okay. See. Question, question number four. Perfect. Do you guys want oh. to see it? No. Why'd you make that face? Question number four is, out of the other two people who are not on the hot seat right now, so me and Daniel, which one gave you the worst first impression? <laughs> Oh, like, not, like, today, but in... The worst first impression, just, like... Yeah, the first time yeah. you met us, who did you dislike? Dude, Kanal, you and I knew each other from, like, when when I was, like, this round thing that rolled around everywhere <laughs> behind Sid, being, like, completely unaware of everyone and not being able to talk to you guys because I was like, oh, God, boys and their games and shit. Um, so I can't even... You, I was just like, dude, I'm probably never going to speak to this guy ever. Daniel, I can't even remember my... Okay, this is bad. <laughs> oh, you remember? So in, oh, yeah. No, in, in high school, oh. <laughs> like grade 9, 10, I was like, white guys are pretty cute, right? So, I, and I always, you know, I was like, Sid's friends, they're older, they're like all somewhat like really good looking. I was like, wow, this is a good time. I don't even remember my first time meeting you, but I was like, white boys, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I was like, that's a Sid, good job. Proud of you. So yeah, that's that's about all I'm gonna go into detail because I can't remember. Like, I, do you know when the first time we met was? Me and you. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah, I wonder if it was at a party. A, definitely something. a party. Oh, I don't know which one though. Was, yeah. it, was it the New no, Year's one? No, 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 no. Where? When did you first start living with Sid? Um. Uh. Jesus. It's my second. No, it's my third year. Was this in Westwood? Uh, no, before that. It was on Emerson. Emerson, right? Because I remember 
I was there with my parents and I was like a white guy walked in. I was like, Sid, oh my God, your roommate. <laughs> I was like, this is great. This is a good time. But at that time I was what, like way underage. So <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> uh, I remember every time my brother had like friends over, I was, I'd always be like super, hey, <laughs> even though I knew that like they're all like super towering over me and they look right past me. But it's just like, you know, it's the little sister's dream. So yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So we had a great first impression then. Yeah. That. Wow. Next Maybe question. <laughs> By default, I just I, watched that. Then. I regret <laughs> everything I've said. Yeah. Wow. Hey, but then we became great Pong partners, and I'd never have it any other way. That's so. true. That's exactly. absolutely true. Okay. <laughs> Next person is me. Okay. Okay. Finally, and the question number three. Okay. My worst, yeah, my worst exam experience. Oh, oh great. This is good. So, um, now is that just in high school or I'm mean, sorry, just in university or does that go back to high school uh, too? I guess I, well, I guess my worst one was in university. So, oh, okay. So I could tell right. that one. Um, it was last <laughs> year. It was for, I think it was for like a materials exam and pretty pretty much the issue was that my grade was really good going into it. And the exam was worth like 30%. And it was the last exam until summer break. So you oh, had all oh. those three factors up and I did not study. And <laughs> like, I've never, I've never felt this unprepared, like looking at an exam in my life. And it was a very easy class, but it got to the point where like, I knew that my grade was good, but like I stress panicked, like panicked so hard that I was like stress calculating the possibility <laughs> that I still somehow managed to fail the course as opposed to answering the questions because I didn't know the fucking answers at all. And got to the point where like I tried to like see if there was any way where I could possibly like finesse myself into a situation where like somehow, some way the answers are just, oh, they're there in front of me and I know what I'm doing. And so like, I asked to go to the washroom or like I was raising my hand to ask to go to the washroom, but my hands were trembling like <laughs> so insanely fast, like on top of what <laughs> Parkinson's I already have that like, I think she could tell. And she was like, um, before I even said anything, she was like, um, there's only so much time left in the exam. So I, I recommend you to stay here and finish it. I was like, Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. So whatever I finish it and I go outside and I'm talking to my friends outside the room and I'm like, yeah, like I had no idea what I was doing. Like I tried to raise my hand and go to the washroom and like, like fucking, I don't even know if I'd be able to come up with anything, but like, even if I cheated, like, I don't know if that would have helped. I wish I did. And then the fucking invigilator comes out from the room and she's like, Hey, by the way, like I can hear every word you just said. So you might want to <gasps> leave now. And I was like, Oh, have a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what course was it? Mat it was like materials, strength of materials or properties of materials, some shit like that. I don't remember oh, exactly. Gross. But yeah, yeah that Not was pretty garbage. It. Hey, look at wow. you, your, your, your project manager now. So who cares? Yeah, who needs that? Exactly. And I have a podcast above all things. Who cares about that, whatever, <laughs> that person? Invigilators, <laughs> they don't got shit on our podcast. <laughs> all right, let's Always. do one more question. Yeah, last, last question. So last question. We got Bobna again. Okay. Oh. Sorry, my charger just fell. Okay, it's okay. No worries. Fine. All right. We're you ruined then... the show. We have to restart I now. did. I and then question... <laughs> You got question seven out of, you got another one of the, out of the other two who oh, are God. not currently on the hot seat, which one is funnier? Oh, I didn't, I already Ooh. answer this at the beginning. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> shit. <though. laughs> 
You won't hurt my feelings. Nope, but here's the thing. You like, will hurt I my think... feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah. so it's See, look, I made you laugh. I made you laugh, so I'm funny. Right? <laughs> no, I like these. Like, keep coming at me. <laughs> coming at me. Like, yeah. Wait, uh, here's the thing. Now, before I answer anything, let me weigh the like, pros and cons and stuff. Daniel, I have not known you for that long. Or, like, I haven't had enough conversation mm, with true. you. Um, so it doesn't count. All... Right, right, right. So <laughs> default, no one knows. Uh, so I'll have to tell you a couple episodes later, you know. Um, Kanal, you're not funny at all. I can't right. remember, like, a single time right. you've ever made me laugh. Agreed. Ever yeah. in my entire life. Agreed, Chuckly, agreed. I, I, don't, I also don't want to do that stupid you know oh you're both equally funny so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so just say yeah. it say it just say, say it. i think there's now, a name in your base, head base what are answers <laughs> random number generator between two and three. Oh, unfortunately um, i've closed it well, I've, closed i'll pull it up okay so just based on how much time i've had i've spent with um mm -hmm. with this person more probably mm -hmm. not, but wait mm -hmm. wait 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 <laughs> You know, oh. shut up, Kanal. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this, listening. No. We're done, we're no. done, we're done. This I'm the host, <laughs> I'm the host. This means that I'll only have to catch up with Daniel and see yeah. if he really, you know, is funnier, which I'm having, you know, That's great. confidence in. Yeah. I just need to find out. I need to prove my theory correct. Perfect. All right, well, I think I think that is absolutely our time. And, and, <laughs> and you know what, Bobna, I'm going to absolutely prove to you that I am funnier. I'm going to take the time. I'm gonna this study is the little, and, and this is the little sister's dream, guys. She's got the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tactic. It was a long con. Yes, I've won. It was a really long play since you were in grade nine. It's crazy. Stop. I don't remember the exact timeline. <laughs> okay, but yeah, go ahead. You said grade nine before. I know, but it was an estimation. Regardless, yeah. we already know Daniel's not good with the numbers, so yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah, <that's> 21. <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to say it was an ab absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank, Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was a, I'm not as nervous. Yeah. As, I'm not nervous. That's, I'm, I'm that's good. I've, that's a great compliment. I had a great time. You guys are really good. And oh, I yeah. hope to maybe one day come back. But yeah, I think you guys <laughs> yeah. are doing a great thing. It's a nice uh, thing to do during quarantine, and you guys are killing it. Yeah, right. Everyone's Thanks having a so fun much. time. No problem. Thank you, guys. All right. For anyone listening, um, of course, we'd always love to f hear feedback. Or um, if you want any of your questions uh, to be answered on the show anonymously or otherwise, you can DM us on Instagram or you can send us, e send us an email at dan.and.canal at gmail.com. <laughs> I hate saying the dot. Um, and just thanks, everyone, for listening. I love you all. And we will see you next Monday, baby. Bye. Bye. I don't wanna see you pull up, it's a hectic scene I don't wanna see you being go beyond the beat What you mean? We gon' win We be zooming through the cities on the west side On the west side, yeah. Rest in peace to this beat, not tryna flex Arcadia with the rest